Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Planting Wildflowers podcast, the final edition of the 2021 season, season one. We will be moving into season two shortly, likely towards the end of January. So I look forward to bringing some newness and some really exciting guests to your attention. You have my ultimate thanks for making this a really great year. And today's talk is not, I'm not even going to call it an episode. It's really a parting message, if you will. It is New Year's Eve 2021. And as I'm reflecting back on things and giving thanks, I cannot thank the Planting Wildflowers podcast community enough. You guys have been extraordinary and you have given me courage to move into some really new arenas in my life. I am, as of today, launching a brand new meditation membership program, Wildflowers Collective. Obviously, you guys were the inspiration behind that. So if doing something new and exciting and something outside of what you might consider your comfort zone is on your list of things that you would like to accomplish in the new year, you're welcome to join us. I can uh, put the information about the collective in today's show notes so that you have access to that. But listen, you can always find information on Instagram where I've been sharing a whole heck of a lot about it. Uh, my handle over on Instagram is at Leo Tree Wellness. You can always follow along. I got to update my website. I'm not going to lie. Some of the things are falling off, but the website will eventually include Wildflowers Collective. And you guys know, some of you may, some of you may not. You can find me there at www.leotree.com. If you're curious about where that name even comes from, my last name is Leonardis. And I love the imagery of a tree because I love the idea of growth. And I love the idea of branches growing in different directions. I relate those directly to the members of my family. I think of my kids primarily and how we are all part of the same family tree, but we all grow in different directions. And I also love the imagery of the roots of a tree. So Leo tree came from that image in my mind. I've had people ask me about that over time because it's not something that when you think of me, if you know me as Rebecca or some of you know me as Becky, you don't, you're not immediately going to think, oh, I bet you her website is leotree.com. Of course, you're not going to do that. But that imagery, I hope, helps um, guide you as to where my mind was when I created my, my business in the first place, which is a few years old now. Um, but Anytime you're following me on social or looking for my website, that's the uh, that's the name, um, the root of the name. And sometimes that's kind of fun to know. Didn't expect to share that with you guys today, but it uh, gave me a little nudge, and I felt prompted to share that with you. So, uh, with respect to Wildflowers Collective, let me get back to that. The meditation membership, it's really beautiful, you guys. It is loaded with so many awesome things. So, what it includes in your membership, obviously, is meditations. I guide you into meditations, and I'm going to teach you about mantra, and we will um, learn and explore things like yoga nidra. So if, if any of these terms are not familiar to you, don't worry. There is no necessary background information that you need. Literally, you can be an absolute beginner and really gain 
a tremendous amount from this membership. I look forward to welcoming people of all different levels. So the meditations obviously are part of the program. We're going to talk a lot about Ayurveda. So there'll be Ayurveda workshops. We'll be doing journaling because journaling is a part of most personal development programs that you experience. But in this one in particular, some of the shifts that you will experience through getting familiar and meditating regularly, they happen so subtly that you might not recognize them. So over the course of a a span of time, you might not notice where you have shifted in your life, but through journaling, you can always reflect back and be like, oh yeah, I remember. I remember that now. I remember I used to feel like this, or I used to handle certain situations like this, or, you know, my primary emotion felt like this. And um, through that evolution of you, you adapt, right? So you might think to yourself, June or July, and you're like, yeah, I don't know. I really enjoy the membership, but I don't know that I've actually changed very much. I um, I made journaling part of this membership for that very reason, so that you could reflect back on and see for yourself the differences that it has created for you in your life. And please know this, I assume this, and I often forget to mention this, this isn't about adding really, it isn't adding or taking away anything for your life. Everything that you need to be the best version of you is really, it's already part of you. It's just tapping into that. Sometimes we uh, lose sight of some of our very best qualities and some of our most powerful traits. And this Wildflowers Collective is going to be a reflection, a chance to look inwards and rediscover what we have always, what we have always been and what we will continue to be. It's pretty special. So that all feels really exciting to me. And whatever you've got planned for yourself into this new calendar year, I hope it is feeling aligned and exciting and just creates a a sense of contentment for you. I read something earlier and it really stood out to me because it's, it's so true. We, we do, we spend a lot of time planning what we're going to do in the future. So planning what the new year looks like creating resolutions or intentions or casting vision for the future. And I think that that's all really great because I think it shows a level of optimism and a level of forward thinking. I think it's really cool. So I'm not advising against that. If you haven't done that yet, take a few minutes with yourself, maybe with your family. It's fun to do that with kids. If you've got kids at home and sort of plan ahead for the future. But remember this, like the, the future is an interesting thing because it's not guaranteed to any of us. So I think one of the components of creating a beautiful life and a beautiful space for yourself is giving consideration to where am I at right now? What would feel best and optimal for me in this moment? Because these, the moment that you're in the present is the only, the only moment that you're guaranteed. The past is in the past. It's not coming back. The future isn't like it, it we, we can't guarantee that it's available to any of us. And that's not a doom and gloom statement. Trust me when I say that. I, I love forward thinking. Like I said, I love optimism and I'm a big fan of planning things out, but we very often fail to recognize where we're at in the moment. So 
give that some consideration and think about think like just ask yourself the question how do i want to feel right now how do i want to feel in this moment is this a feeling that i would like to continue in the future because if you've if you've locked in on a feeling that you love then that will really help you create your forward planning your vision boarding your intentions your resolutions okay so i i just wanted to leave that with you because like i said we we often live in the future and it's not promised. It's not promised, but your moments that you're in right now, the present moment are probably the most beautifully designed. So spend some time with them and really get familiar with the feelings that you want to anchor into, into the future. Speaking of new year's resolutions though, I, I get a kick out of them. I think they're really funny because they've been around They've been around um, about 4,000 years. I was doing a little bit of research on them and discovered that it was actually the Babylonians who are credited with the idea of resolutions. Now, theirs were different. They would create prayers or wishes, and we've added the word resolution to that, and they would do it with the intent that they would have a beautiful harvest or that they would find um acceptable shelter or that their families would flourish and keep in mind it's 4000 years ago and it has evolved in that time theirs was a little different also because it didn't happen at it didn't happen on December 31st into January 1st it happened somewhere in and around March on our calendar year which would have been when they were beginning to plant their fields and in the things that would secure their future so I thought that that was really cool. And I, I got that from a really reliable source. I spent some, t- you gotta be careful when you're looking into researching certain things that pique your curiosity, right? But I'm, I'm a big fan of the history channel. And I thought, I bet you there's been something done on this before. So that's where I grabbed that info. And I share that with you because I can't be the only person that has wondered where this interesting concept of creating resolutions comes from. It, over time, so over the 4,000 years since this has been a thing, it has obviously evolved. And I find it funny because there hasn't been a ton of change in the resolutions that we set for ourselves. So I'm going to share with you the top, oh, I don't know, seven or eight uh, of the resolutions that are considered the most popular. And I bet you, you can put a check mark beside many of these. I know I sure can. So let's get into them. The number one you can probably guess is exercise more. I can confirm that this has been on my list maybe every year since as far back as I can remember. And there have been some years where I can reflect back and say, hey, yeah, I, I, think I managed to accomplish that, although I wasn't really tracking it. Um, I wonder where you sit with that. Is exercise more part of your resolutions into this new year of 2022? The second most popular is lose weight. So many of my friends, so many of my family have had this as part of their resolutions for, again, as far back as I can remember. And, you know, I think that these are all I laugh about some of them because they're just so common, but I think that they're all good things. I think the overlying message in any of these is that we're all looking to improve ourselves. We look at it as a fresh start or a clean slate. And I really like that. 
as I mentioned before, I love this idea of optimism and forward thinking and, and getting yourself in a situation where you've got a plan in front of you and something that you can execute. I think it's terrific. Which brings me to the third most popular, which is get organized. Anyone who has added this to their resolutions list, I'm sure, has benefited from decluttering their space or decluttering their mind or decluttering any aspect of their life. It always, anytime you can create space in your life, it serves the greater good. I can confirm this. You can start small too. If this is on your resolution list, don't bombard yourself with a giant task right off the bat because we know resolutions often don't see the light of day. <laughs> they don't make it very far, although we have the best of intentions. Getting organized is one I think that you can baby step yourself into. Try cleaning out a single drawer in your home, one that's been driving you nuts. We all have a junk drawer, one that is sort of a catch-all for everything. Start with that drawer. I can guarantee you the feeling of lightness and the feeling of spaciousness just from having that one drawer in your home tidied up is pretty significant. And that gives you that, that gets the ball rolling and it gets you into a situation where you want to tackle something else. So I really like that one. Uh, number four is learn a new skill or hobby. The things I have put on my list to learn over the time, you guys, I wanted to be the next Cheryl Crow. I wanted to learn <laughs> how to be a really epic guitar player. I have a beautiful guitar to learn on. And do you think I can figure it out? It's, uh, it's something that, ooh, it has presented challenges in my life. I'm not saying I've given up on it. Maybe I'll add it to my intentions for this new year. Who knows? But uh, I wonder where you're at with that. A hobby or a skill that would be new to you. It's kind of fun. And again, all about expansion and all about creating a, a sense of wellness and peace for yourself. Number five is interesting to me because it is so general. It is live life to the fullest. What the heck does that even mean? <laughs> It could mean all of the things that we've already mentioned, exercise more, lose weight, get organized, learn a new skill or hobby. It could mean all of those things. So I find it funny that it makes the list and it's worded in such a way, live life to the fullest is, yeah, it's just very general. Maybe that's your resolution though. So I shouldn't knock it. You obviously have specifics in your mind about what that actually means. I would encourage all of us, if you haven't thought about resolutions that should just be your everyday commitment to yourself. Number six, save more money and spend less money. Yeah, that, that is a good one for sure. Um, structure, I think, is definitely important with respect to achieving that particular intention or resolution or goal. Um, I love it. If that's the one on your list. I think you go for it because money is an energy that creates so much space in your life. We all have these weird money stories in our life that have caused us to behave really sort of strange at times with money. We we don't feel like we're worth it or we have a hard time receiving it. I don't know. We all have a different story with respect to that. So money is an energy. And when you can wrap your head around the ins and outs of that energy, you can really create some beautiful momentum. I always say to people with, um, specifically with uh, my doTERRA business, when you become a high earner, that is something to be celebrated because when you earn more, it means you can do more. 
And I'm not saying like buy another pair of jeans, although you can do that, but it frees you up to be of service to other people because you grant yourself the time freedom and financial freedom to say yes to more things. So really embrace the concept of money as you're going into the new year and create something that is tangible for you. And that feels good energetically. Number seven is quit smoking. Amen to this. I know it's hard. Actually, I don't know it's hard. I'm not a smoker, but I witness other people who have their ups and downs with this. I, my heart goes out to you. Keep trying. Isn't There used to be a slogan, I think, that said, never quit quitting. So if this has been on your New Year's resolution list for the past 10 years and you're still a smoker, put it back on your list. Give it another try. Something, something different. Ask for support. Do it a little differently than you've done it in the past because you never know what is going to be the thing that drives you to actually stick to that change? I'm I'm cheering for you. I for every smoker out there, it is my biggest wish for you that you can ditch that. Number eight, spend more time with family and friends. Amen to that. What a feeling to spend time in the company of people that you love. And hey, I get it. We are going into a new year that could potentially have some familiar restrictions added to it, especially if you live in Ontario like me, but friends, family, we've learned to figure things out. We can spend time virtually. And although it's not the same, it's better than nothing. So let's embrace what is available to us. Let's not be afraid of hopping on a Zoom call. Let's not be afraid of FaceTime. Let's figure out those devices that have found their way into our lives and put them to good use which is connecting with people we love. Number nine is travel more. I can't put enough check marks beside this because I feel like every travel experience, whether it's near or far, is something that helps shape the person that you are. You meet new people, you discover the way people operate in their respective environments, You learn about culture, you learn about language, you learn about food, you learn about rituals and routines and such fabulous things that can only come from actually traveling. You can read a lot of books and that has a a dimension to it for sure. But until you actually take the action and put yourself into some of these spaces, I don't think it becomes three-dimensional or five to whatever they call that. You, you don't experience it in its full capacity until you actually do it for yourself. And if you're scared of it, maybe that becomes something that you tackle first. Maybe you take a, a small road trip, you know, something that you're able to access and feel confident and comfortable with. And you begin to expand that over the course of the year. How How wonderful would it be to become someone that ditches the fear factor around travel. I know a lot of people that are afraid. I used to be that person and and I still experience anxious feelings when it comes to travel. My closest people know this about me, but I've got some really great coping skills, meditation, uh, my doTERRA oils. Um, there are, there are several things that I employ because there are, there's just too much goodness to miss out on um, because of being fearful of, of something that may or may not happen. That brings us to 10 and I'm going to leave that one open because you could insert the one that resonates most comfortably with you based on the ones that we've shared together, or you could create something new for yourself. 
I, what, whatever it is, whatever is guiding you into the new year, I, like I said, I hope it just feels so aligned for you. There are a few recommendations that are really simple. They might sound, oh gosh, they might sound really easy, but let me get you kickstarted with respect to creating a, a bit of a plan, a forecast, like a, uh, an intention for yourself into the new year. What if you took a look at some of the things that are really simple, like we eat every day. What if you looked at cooking something new for yourself each week? Would that create expansion for you and your family? I have a feeling it would. There are lots of great sites that you can access online that would offer up some newness. Maybe you treat yourself to a new cookbook that really speaks to you. But cooking something new each week is a really great intention for expansion uh, as as we enter a new year, that clean slate, fresh start kind of feeling. Read more books. There is no limit to what can happen when you begin reading more. You will discover so much beauty. And if reading, like holding a book in your hand, isn't necessarily your jam, because maybe it's been a long time, there are lots of ways to take in some beautiful writing. We all know that you can access digital books these days. Did you know that your local library, you can, like, library memberships are free. And when you get a local library card, there's this really cool app you can put on your phone. And I'm I'm speaking for people who are living in Ontario right now, but I have a feeling that this goes much broader, maybe across Canada, maybe international. You'll have to look in your respective area. But in Ontario, with your library card and with an app installed on your iPad or on your phone or whatever called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y, you can access books from libraries all over the place and they're free. And you might get put on a bit of a waiting list because this is a really popular thing right now. But how cool is that? Get your kids into this kind of thing as well. Get them their own library card, um, set them up of all the apps that they've got on their devices. And we know kids are on their devices a lot. Put the Libby app on there and put them in connection with some of the best pieces of writing out there. Get your kids curious about reading. And for you, I think you're really going to like this. But if you're someone who prefers an actual book in hand, I'm with you. I read in all ways. I use my Libby app. I use my Audible app. Uh, Audible is something where you listen to books. So I often will be listening to a different book than what I'm reading. And I choose one that I can listen to while I'm making dinner or while I'm working out or always just looking for a way to be taking in goodness instead of, you know, watching some of the garbage that comes through our regular, you know, TVs and and radio and stuff like that. I want to make sure what I'm consuming has a valuable impact on me. So reading more books is a great New Year's resolution or intention. Uh, Creating a cleaning schedule. Remember we talked about one of the most popular resolutions being get organized. What if you set it up where it was create a cleaning schedule you'll stick to? And maybe it is one drawer at a time. Maybe it is your sock drawer. Maybe it is that junk drawer, as we mentioned before. But getting that ball rolling is something that will create momentum and will propel you into the next best thing for you. So make it simple on yourself. Start start small, create the schedule. Maybe it's once a week you do something like that and imagine the impact that would have over time. 
Um, we talk a lot about popular resolutions, including things like losing weight. What if the resolution shifted to drink less alcohol? We know that alcohol has a big impact on our hormones and our hormones have a big impact on pretty much all of our bodily functions, including losing weight. So if you want to start simple and find a way for you to stick to something that has meaning and creates betterment in your life, maybe it is something smaller than losing weight and starts with drinking less alcohol. Calorically, it sabotages you. Hormonally, it sabotages you. So it might be a really beautiful place to start. I think I'm going to leave it there. I think we'll start with a few um, easy ones like the ones that I've mentioned, and I'll leave it with you. I, you know what? One just popped into my head too. I want to make sure I mention this. When it comes to new, learn a new skill or hobby. What if you made it a little easier on yourself and you joined a club? There are some phenomenal, phenomenal clubs that you can join. So whether you're able to do that in person right now or not, it doesn't matter. There's zero excuses on this one because online virtually you can join a lot of cool clubs, groups, um, and they can get you talking to other people who have similar interests. So um, I'm really eager this year. I've always wanted to be part of a book club. And with Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart, I'm seeing that, you know, some book clubs are popping up or they're hinting at popping up. And for me, that's something that I would like to become a part of because I want to have juicy conversations on, on that book. If you, I'll, I'll put the details of that in the show notes as well. But you guys, Brene Brown is already a big star in my life. And then she launches this book right now going into a new year. It's phenomenal. I'm only a couple chapters in and already soaking in all of its wonderful goodness, but getting back to the idea of uh, creating a new skill or hobby, join a club. That might be a really nice first step to getting you into something new for yourself and then having the support around you to try something new. So these are all a little bit easier baby steps that could make the idea of resolution setting or intention setting for yourself a little more enjoyable, a little more feasible. Um, and you know what? They, all I can see for you when, you when you do it this way is celebration, celebration in your success. So I'm going to wrap this up wishing you an absolutely beautiful new year. I wish you health and happiness. That is the standard greeting, right? Health and happiness. But actually, I wish you the most beautiful year of health. And I know that within that comes the ultimate happiness. Take really good care of yourself. Take really good care of the people around you. Show kindness at every possible opportunity, even when it is not granted to you. And take every moment to observe and be grateful for what you have in your life in this moment. Be present with yourself because who you are right now is wonderful, glorious, and epic. Until we meet again in season two, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me. It has been a year that I will never forget. Thank you. Mm-hmm.